Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. That's what we're doing. We were going to do Eli Hershkovich and the NCAA and you better, you better, you bet. But Eli, uh, Eli apparently has a, I, we have to stop doing Eloy and Eli in the same show. It's just, yeah. I forget it. I have to stop that. But apparently this marriage can't be saved because the thought of coming on with Mark and making up uh, gave him a migraine, so he's not coming on. <laughs> well, do I have I, that right? I or I... Well, you do yeah. have half of it right. I, I would disagree. Here is the way I will spin it. <laughs> Eloy does have a a migraine headache, and I Eloy wouldn't want to go Eli? on the radio. Oh, Wait, did, I Eloy Eloy? Or... did I say Eloy? <laughs> did I say Eloy? I would certainly. San Jose Sharks. Eloy's on yeah. first, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I was Eli, I would not want to come on the radio with us either if I had a migraine, nor would I want to talk to anybody, quite frankly, if I had a migraine. However, I will say this, that I was the only one that Eli text messaged, so I think our friendship is alive and well. Right. So now he hates Trash Panda, so it's um, it's been... I even talked been... to him before because he was here this morning for the BetQL show, and I talked to him before he left, I said, and we reconfirmed 1 o'clock. So apparently in the, the three hours between him leaving... Four hours? I don't know. Between him leaving and now, the migraine developed, which I used well, to get my migraines bad, in junior he, high, so I get it. He, oh, no, they suck. He, he did text me at like 1230, so it was my bad for allowing Steve to tease it and our audience, so I should have... I should have been looking at my my phone, so it, it is my fault. I apologize. The Loyola Ramblers play. What, what do you want to know? Um, Sister Jean, uh, Cameron Crutwig, and Williamson. There you go. The the Loyola has one of the best defenses in the country. Oregon State uh, is is not as good as Loyola. Loyola will win. There you go, Bears. All right. Well, we have more NCAA talk later. I wanted to do. Wagner. I wanted to follow up on something. And, and what are you doing, Wagner? This started last week, and you'll recall that we were trying to book Patrick Manley. Yes. And it had nothing to do with a snapper, the holder, the kicker. Nothing about the operation. But it was something much more important than that because he's the the last known or the greatest voice defending. The mullet. Because you and I were dumbfounded to find out that in Kentucky, 
or we were dumbfounded to find out, but delighted that it was a mullet is called a Kentucky waterfall. And we even had Don Cooper referencing it, which we did. I, I thought that was just sort of each state had its own name for the same haircut. But Mark, I found out this is, it's all wrong. It's all different. Not even close. So Bob, my wine guy at Trader Joe's comes up to me and says, by the way, there's a whole website devoted to mullets. I go, no. Mm. He goes, yeah. And they're all different. And it was important to him because his daughter is getting married in Nashville and his son wants to wear a mullet. And there is a mullet called a Tennessee top hat. (laughs) It is one of the rare mullet haircut styles that generally strives for a degree of panache. This is according to menhairstyletips.com. It achieves it with a heavy use of mousse and holding spray. So it's all fluffy-like and curvy. It looks like snakes coming out of your heads. It's one of the few mullet hair ideas that represents a very low level of commitment since little to no cutting is needed to achieve it. And there are other names on this list that I needed to share because even though Patrick Manley is not here to give us his thoughts as an expert, there is one called the Alabama Shag. The Devil May Care classic is achieved via the slapdash use of sheep shears held in one's non-dominant hand and the use of a windshield instead of a mirror. <laughs> That's how you get the Alabama Jag. There's one called the Mississippi Mud Flap. Okay. It embodies everything that the mullet hair genre is meant to achieve, exceedingly short and parted on top, and 1980s hairband length in the back. There's oh. no room for compromise on the Mississippi Mud Flap. Wow. This is something to see. You really need a picture to go along with it, but we don't have pictures on radio last night. Actually, we do. We have Twitch, but we're not on Twitch. It's called the Wisconsin Waterfall. It is, Mm -hmm. you get a tattoo of some local vermin on your head. You grow your hair long, attempting to dye your hair blue, but failing, and then you end up with green, and then you shave the sides, and so you show off the tattoo that you nearly forgot about and jewelry that interferes with the health of facial mucous membranes is also required. It's my favorite Here, one so far. Yeah, because you like the vermin part, right? Because yeah. it could yeah. be a trash panda. Yeah. yeah. Here, though, is the one that this is the reason I wish Patrick Manley were here with us. There is, according to menshairstyles.com, in this collection of mullet descriptions and pictures, is one called the El Camino. Headrest. Oh, he'd love that. You're right. Right. So the El Camino, as Patrick Manley would tell you, is known for providing bumpy rides and for suddenly spinning out on wet roads due to rear wheels having poor contact on the ground. So one response to this is a mullet haircut that reduces the risk of whiplash by providing padding to the head and neck, letting it grow extra thick. The El Camino Headrest. Is the For those who don't act. know, Patrick Manley, Patrick Manley does drive, an, or did drive, does drive an El Camino? I, it was his dream car, drives the El Camino wearing a mullet. Nothing says, oh. yeah. 
catch. You know, I, I, catch. I will say, guys, had I known, because if you will, will recall, I was not with the show last week. Had I known you were pursuing Patrick Manley, I would, I probably could have gotten him. Oh, you just well, recused we just, you yourself of blame. Because there was no, there was no email through this week that said anything no. about Patrick Manley. No, hmm. well, I would just followed up. I did. We did not need to bother him because he might, he might sick Olin Krutz on us. He knows Olin Krutz, and then Olin Krutz would come over and squeeze my head like a zit, and I don't want that to happen. So we decided not to bother Patrick Manley, but we did want to share the mullet that Bob, my wine guy, my uh, wine guy at Trader Joe's, all of a sudden is fighting with, worried or at least alerting me that his son is going to choose a mullet for <laughs> to attend his, his in this case, his sister's wedding. It's like, oh, my God. In Tennessee, that won't look out of place. You know who Jack Leiter is? Mark? No. Jack? No, Jack. that does not ring familiar. Uh, not first. Felix Leiter. Yeah. He was he was part of the James Not Al Leiter. I know Al Leiter. Well, yeah, you're in the right family. Let me tell you that. Okay. Jack is Al's son. Oh, Jack okay. is Jack has pitched 16 innings in the last week and has not given a hit up in any of them. Ooh. He threw a nine-inning no-hitter for Vanderbilt last week, and last night struck he he through seven more no-hit innings. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's 26 strikeouts and four walks, a six-and-a-half-to-one ratio. And he is the son of former major leaguer Al Leiter. I think we have our number one pick. Wow. So he's legit. I did not know that. I, yeah. I like Al Leiter. Al Leiter's a great – I remember – God, where was he doing – Announcing or still maybe he was doing. Seen, um, you, we'd seen him on Fox, I believe, right? Yeah, no, I Didn't can't remember. I, I don't remember. I was when I was doing Cubs pregame. I was somewhere on the road, and oh, you know, it was it was in Miami. It was he was doing stuff with the uh-huh, Marlins. There we go. And cool. uh, I had a, he was one of my favorite conversations I had in the three years that I did that gig. He sat, sat down with him for like an hour, and just he he was great. He was awesome. Al Leiter. So his son, Al yep. like I'm saying, Jack, you just keep looking for that. All right. Um, this marks this month marks the 23rd anniversary of uh, the release of one of the best movies ever, The Big Lebowski. The um, I'm the dude. Yeah, that's it. You're the dude. That's Jeff Bridges. And our favorite, our favorite tweeting cinephile, and for things like this, Carlos Quintanilla late of CNBC had tweeted out a, some of these things about the about the movie that Jeff Bridges said the script reminded himself reminded me a lot of myself the dude said and for the wardrobe and you can imagine it now quote we went up to my closet and we just found all kinds of stuff those jelly sandals some t-shirts i had so that was wardrobe <laughs> for the Big Lebowski. Wow! So he wardrobed himself. Yes, he did. And John Goodman has, especially with today being Passover, which we'll discuss later. John Goodman not rolling on. I don't roll on Shabbos, Danny. He's Shomer Shabbos, and uh, Donnie. I mean, not Danny. Anyways, so he's. Eli. There's a scene. There's a scene where, and also one of his best lines, John. John Goodman's best lines is, this isn't Nom, this is bowling. There are rules. 
So are you guys once? Oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. No, he once told the Today Show. John Goodman did the quote: "The night I beat up the Corvette with a crowbar, nobody told me they bought the neighborhood out. So I'm going. I can't go out in this quiet neighborhood and yell this obscene stuff. <laughs> he managed to, anyways. He managed to go out there. They bought the neighborhood out, and there's a famous part that I." <clears throat> That that rips the Eagles, you know, as as Jeff Bridges was was it was always being asked, do you like Creedence Clearwater Revival, and do you like the Eagles? Man, mm-hmm. he reviles the dude, reviles the Eagles. So he once told Rolling Stone magazine, "I love Creedence, and you know, as far as the Eagles, I don't hate the Eagles like the dude hates them." <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember I ran into Glenn Fry. He gave me some bleep. I can't remember what he said exactly, but you know, my anus tightened a bit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, That's funny. I um I think it was wait, who oh wait, who are the uh who are the other Eagles? Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. I Who are the other ran, Eagles? Come on. Huh? Who are the uh, other Eagles? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just I was having a, a small mental block, but I got over it. See, I answered my own question. <laughs> yes, so did. anyway, back to the Cubs. Boy, everything's coming back Cubs today for me. I once ran right next to Joe Walsh on one of the Cubs stops. Um, on a, he was on the treadmill right next to me. Really? Where, yeah. Where was he? He's. It was in. A- you know what? A, this is going to sound crazy because I just said it was actually in, it was in Miami. It was in Miami. Um, and he was right next to me and I didn't realize it was him. I knew it was so, like, he definitely looked like, you know, kind of an unkept rock and roller. You know what I mean? Like that unkept yeah. look. And Len Casper was down there as well. And after Joe Walsh left, Len Casper goes, hey, uh, you know who that was? I go, who? That was Joe Walsh. I was like, oh, Wow. And also that week, down in this tiny little workout gym, was um, boy, but the memory's not working. Today. Who's the guy that does the the Saturday Night Live uh, news? What's his face? Um, Which like the, the good the, the, the current guys? Sh- yeah. Shea not Michael or... Shea. The the guy with the good hair. The guy that married Scarlett Joe. That's who it was. Scott it was. Joe. Check me out. Scarlett Johansson was down there as well. With a trainer. No way. Yeah, seriously, in this junky, like it was not, you know how hotels are, beautiful yeah. hotel, but it was like a tiny rinky-dink gym, you know, where they just have the minimum amount of stuff, a few treadmills and a few weights. She was down there working with a trainer, just a tiny little thing. Did you say hey or what? No, I didn't. I didn't. I was just like, there, it was Scott funny. because How could you not say hey? Because hey. she was working out with her trainer. And, yeah, you know, you know I, that is a good point. Like... I uh, I always found it, it. It's there's no good way as a guy to approach a, a strange woman at the gym. Like I've That's thought wow. about it. Like there's been wow. times when you know in the before times when you could go to gyms and there'd be people there. I there's been times where I've like seen women multiple times like they're at the same time as me all the time, but never yep. found a good way to be able to approach them and be yep. like hey, you know start a conversation. It's impossible. I, it's just, I had it to can't tell be done. You, 
that is such a great thing. I, the the closest I came on that one time studs was was uh, I can't. Oh, there was a a girl doing burpees, and I said something like, "Oh man, those are those are rough," and she said she said something to me like, "Oh wow, yeah, I saw you running over there. That that's pretty tough too." But that was the extent of it. It went well, but I left it at that because it's so like you're right. There's something that's a whole thing right there. The 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 gym romances. I'm sure that there are plenty of people who have engaged in those. But yeah, that's a that's a tough call because you don't want to be that guy, right? The, yeah, you don't want to come off as a creep, right? Because right? the ladies are like it's it probably sucks to be a lady in a gym uh, uh, and with guys like they're they're there to do business they're not all you know they're not all beautified they're they're there to work out they don't really want to be looked at and talked to at that time so it is wow that is such a great conundrum right there studs i mean yeah because i feel the same way most of the time when i'm at the gym i don't want to be talked to like, I, <laughs> like, i'm not in a mood like i'm you know i got my adrenaline going absolutely i gotta be honest like it's it's even weird. And studs, I think you and I have had this occur before. I don't even necessarily want to run into anybody that I know at the gym, right? Like, you just want to go do the job. You don't want to have convos with people because working out kind of sucks. It's just, it's like th- a necessary evil. I know? think it depends on how well you know the person. Like, if you only know them vaguely, I'll just give them a nod, like give them a wave. But if I know them pretty well, like if I see you, I'll come up and say hey. You know? Yeah, like that happened, I believe, one time. I think Didn't so. It? That sounds familiar. Yeah. Again, right. in the before times, like five years in ago, the before seven years times. ago, I don't know. Right, but yeah, no, it's all business. And so I, yeah, my, I, like there have been times where I've wanted to engage in conversation, but at the, it's always a call off, at the, unless there's like a really easy, you know, entrance there. You know what I mean? Like something really obvious, like you're, you're going for the same piece of equipment. Um, boy, yeah, everything it, sounds double entendre even, right now, doesn't even, it? Even, <laughs> even then. <laughs> yeah, even then. Even then. Can't just let it, let it go. There's other women other places. No need to do it in the gym. You enjoying this, Stevie? Have, I, no, I'm just <laughs> Steve's listening. Steve's still here? I, I'm uncharacteristically quiet. I just want to... I'm just listening Come to... Come on, man. You're somebody, a single I man, hear right? Somebody's, oh, I want to... So far, I haven't heard a good closing line. I haven't heard a, a good Liam Hendricks here. Who's the... Closing I, I should. Uh, I wanted to bring this up real quick since we were on Big Lebowski because I remembered this site that I found in college. It's called Dudism.com. It's like so. Dudism, you know, like the dude is like dude. this is like a legit site. You can get ordained in the Church of Dudism. <laughs> oh, sorry, the Church of the Latter Day Dude. And they have like <laughs> this is you got to go to this website. It's Dudism.com, and uh-huh. it has like I mean, it's got. Let me see here. Uh, it's got like great dudes in history, so they have like Jesus Christ who, who is on are... here, oh, Jeff Lebowski yeah. is on here, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Probably all downhill from there. <laughs> Je- oh, Jerry Garcia is on here. Oh like, sure. Yeah. Walt Whitman, like <laughs> just like. What is what do they have in in defining what they consider a dude? Oh, they do. They have a whole the page on defining dudeism. Well, what is what is the the dude in order to to be able to pair 
Jerry Garcia and Jesus. <laughs> so where's where's the Venn diagram description in the middle? I don't, well, all right. So here's what it says on on the page label on the the subpage labeled "What is Dudism?" While Dudism in its official form has been organized as a religion only recently, it's existed down through the ages in one form or another. Probably the earliest form of dude, form of Dudism was the original form of Chinese Taoism, before it went all weird with magic tricks and and. I don't think I can say that word. <laughs> uh, and then he goes on to say, like, down through the ages, this, quote, rebel shrug has fortified many successful creeds, Buddhism, Christianity, and so on and so forth. So it's just like, I don't, I, they kind of loosely define it. <laughs> John Lennism is in there. It doesn't mean, okay, so it doesn't mean anything. I mean, no, Taoism is, is about being humble and religious. So I, I all right. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know if there was particulars to how you get, how you get Jesus and Jerry Garcia, and some people with enough drugs might have seen their Jesus and in, in Jerry Garcia. I understand that. I'm just wondering what this website. But you can be ordained gotta, in the Church of Dudism. The Church of the Latter Day Dude. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Well, the dude abides. No wonder the dude abides. All right. Um, you know a volcano. Well, Volcano in Iceland went off. It was dormant for 6,000 years. It went off. Lava came spewing out. It really made for some spectacular pictures. Scientists naturally scurried to the site and were viewing it, wanting to see how how it all played out. And for one meal, they took some sausages and they cooked them on the burning lava. Wow. That's how they made the sausages. That's awesome. <laughs> on a burning this is lava. so hot you could cook sausage on it. Yeah, there and they did. And they did. So before we end, Wagner, we'll end it like this. Do you know who Noah Lyles is? Uh, I did not. No. He's a current world champion 200-meter runner. Okay. And at the Grand Prix recently, in wearing his fatigues he wore he wore fatigues and so he got this kind of olive green hunter green and he's got these fluorescent green shoes and out of nowhere in the starting block propped up as you see the runners he's got these just sort of navy blue socks royal just blue socks i and then he made sure everyone knew what they were. And he he is racing in a Grand Prix event in Dunder Mifflin socks. Oh, God. <laughs> the office, right? You expand the picture and you say, oh, yeah, they're Dunder Mifflin socks. Oh, God. <laughs> He's racing at world-class levels in Dunder Mifflin Socks. That had to have pleased a large section of people. Oh yeah, I I love. I'm a big Noah Lyles fan. We love Noah for that. Dunder Mifflin socks. Oh my goodness. All right, we'll take a break. We have NCAA stuff, and we have Passover, and we can pass over. We cannot pass over what the Bears are doing. Um, And Mark, I understand you're headed for your first. Seder. Well, tonight. it is. Let's, let's yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. After, we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, we yep. will. We will do that. Um, 
next on Saturday Suckage. Who else could bring you the Bears and the cheesy Passover segue about passing over the Bears in interest this year except Saturday Suckage? Told you. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way pick your favorite team your favorite players and get customized highlights stories and breaking news right on your home feed Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome in, welcome back. Steve Rosen with Mark Grody, Saturday Suckage. We will take this up to the top of the two o'clock hour and then what? Trash Panda? What? I don't know. I never know. I'm always lost. Oh, we'll have CBS Sports Radio at two and then at 7.15 we have the most anticipated Bulls game of ever. Of our lifetime. Yes. Of our lifetime. And that will be brought to you. That'll be Chuck uh, on the pregame show. Rick Camp, one of our previous guests uh, on the post-game show, and Nikola Vucevic making his Bulls debut. By the way, the Bulls tweeted out something that's just so adorable. Vucevic is five years old. They, they tweeted out a picture. This They said, this is Vuce at five years old. It was meant to be. And then there's a heart icon. Aww. So he does not look thrilled 
this Vooch person, but he is standing next to a what looks to be a plastic indoor uh, basket stanchion, if you can have a plastic stanchion. And he is wearing a Bulls ball cap, a Bulls sweat outfit, and a multicolored basket, holding a multicolored basketball. And it says, this is Vooch at five years old. It was meant to be. And he was asked about that, apparently, in the pregame. He did a, you'll be seeing that throughout the day. Casey Johnson of uh, NBC Sports Chicago relates that Nikola Vucevic said he's wearing Jordan 9s in this photo and said his mom may still have the Bulls sweatshirt, sweatsuit. <laughs> It'll be on eBay soon. I think I just got goosebumps. <laughs> yep, yep. Can confirm. By the way, I'm looking Go at Bears! I'm looking at uh, Rob Schaefer here, one of our frequent guests on the yep. show. He of NBC Sports, NBC Chicago. Sports Chicago. Yeah, I was just looking like, because there there are other new guys on the Bulls too, like Al Farouk Aminu. His first impressions of the Bulls organization: "quote It looks like they're trying to do everything to a higher level. The facilities are at a high level. The way they went through practices and things like that were very sharp and very organized. It's giving me some confidence just off the bat that certain things are in place. It feels good to be here." And know those things are being done. My God, if that isn't a microcosm uh, or symbolic of the change that exists with the Bulls in uh, overall, I don't know what is. We need I to would... keep playing, playing the way we're playing. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, you know, you want to hear it from what you heard from the guys who are already here. You kind of want to hear that from people who are already here, going, "Oh, well, they're serious," and they said it about. Billy Donovan, everything they said about Billy Donovan and sure. Acme, Arturis Karnaschovas and uh, Mark Eversley is is basically this is this is this is what Garpax and Jim Boylan. This is why we were bad and stupid. But when you have Zach Levine getting one of the messages he got, besides yelling and screaming that he that he's got a big big man to play with that he's never had, he was an All Star that he has never been, and he's will likely be in the postseason like he has never been. Quote, they're not here to mess around. They're ready to win, and they'll do anything it takes to make this organization better and get back to where this franchise should be at. That's what I got from it. Yeah, okay, that's it. No more rebuilds, no more excuses. None of this crap from Jim Boylan not caring what his record is. And AK told you what the record is, and it matters. There you go. I'm looking That's forward right. to seeing how the, the – I, I think we got a pretty good idea that the starting lineup will be Vucevic, Levine, Williams, Young, and Sato. But the, the name that is left out of there is Lowry Markkinen. And I thought it was interesting earlier what Rick Camp said, that maybe they would start Lowry just to show him that they got to get him out of there because the defense is not good enough. And that the one bugaboo with Vucevic is that he is not a great defender, nor is Levine. So at that point, who do you have? You have Williams and Young as your defenders, and that's about it. I don't think they need to start him. The only reason you would have started Lowry last week is if you were going to do such a thing as to showcase him is is for a trade. Well, that's yeah. not – you pass the deadline. We don't. We're here to win now. And right. 
you don't help us win by starting. Same thing with Kobe White. You don't help us win by starting. You help us by coming off the bench. And I think that's where they are now. It certainly, it certainly would fit that you would start the best five. And again, Billy Donovan made the point, and it's always been true. It's not who starts, it's who finishes. Those, that's over the course of the game. Who can I rely on? Who's playing well now? Who cares to win this game? And you saw that play out against Cleveland. Nobody cared. And then all of a sudden, everything got blown up. Um, so, Mark, is this your first Seder you're heading to today? That's the Seder. Tonight? No. Um, I have actually been to... So this will be... Let's say this is my third oh. Seder, actually. Wow, to yeah, with, I, with um, ten you get you get you know if you have a loyalty card with with ten you get all the plagues and then you get to then you get to go to temple. Oh, I thought oh really? I thought yeah, I thought one maybe for each I'd, plague. That's it. I might just host my own Seder one of these years. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, no, I am uh, I am a. I am a man. I am a Catholic man, but I am yeah. I'm going to a third or fourth, maybe third or fourth seder, possibly. I'm going to one out in Elmhurst. My friend Lisa, who converted from Catholicism to Judaism, so oh. I will be going there. And our mutual friend and freelance writer, sometimes writes for the Chicago Tribune, is uh, Dan Dorfin. Um, so we we will be attending this together. Should I bring like fish or something like a Gefelta, or maybe some matzo ball. You can always ask the host or and hostess if they'd like you to bring anything. But generally, generally they've got they've got what they need because it's usually they usually spent weeks shopping for kosher for Passover, this and that and the other thing. And that's yeah. Your guy who, Mitch Rosen told me that. Um, he said Spilkes. two things. Yeah, Spilkus. Your guy Spilkus, right? Uh, Mitch said he texted me. Said first thing, I want you to say at the Seder tonight. What makes tonight different than all other nights? Um, but the other thing he said. Oh, okay. He he said go to Marion's, ask for the Passover dessert special. Does he mean Mariano's or is, or is there a place called Marion's? I've never heard of it. I I was wondering maybe Marion lived down the block from Mitch and, and said, "Go to Marion's right down here. She's five yeah. doors down. Really Go nice lady. I think you'll her. like her. Yeah, she's one of the best in the neighborhood. The neighborhood you'll love her. her. Yeah. <laughs> she's always looking through the drapes. She's Gladys Kravitz, but she can bake. Here's I, the problem I, I've had with satyrs in the past. Like, it's a slow buildup. You know what I mean? Like you're eating the radish and you're eat, drinking the salt water. It's like let's get to the good stuff. You know what I mean? Like you're just nibbling for a what's while. What's the good and... stuff? What's the good stuff at a seder? Well, isn't there like leaving? Well, there's like chicken and right. I remember having oh. drumsticks at one and yeah, like I, you eventually I, get to chicken. gorge yourself, right? Well, they 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 will serve you an entree. The problem I had since I was a child is. I hate braised beef, and the brisket is always horribly done in some kind of tomato stuff, tomato sauce. Okay. With, You've with had bad experiences. Onion, French onion soup, and it was the only entree. I hated Passover. It was mm. awful. Passover should have smoked brisket, and it should have ribs and or, or burnt ends. That's the way it should be. 
Um, it's just, I've hated Passover for that. I've gone to Seder's and I've read the Haggadah and participated in all of this. And I'm always thankful that this is the holiday where they command you to drink four glasses of wine. And the reason oh, they really? ask why is, they do, yeah. And and one of them you're sticking your pinky in and you're you're recounting the ten plagues by taking a drop of wine out of the glass and dabbing it onto the your plate. At least oh. that's been my experience as one of the one of the oh. rituals that is observed. But it's kosher for Passover food means dessert's not gonna taste good. Someone's gonna force you to eat brisket and I never do. Um, so it's so it's a bad deal. Um, so are you going a to a whole lot a whole or? lot of walking up to this thing for nothing for me? No, no so no seder for you then I'm assuming. No, I am. I'm going over to Brandon and em, uh, Brandon and Emily. So my my son and daughter-in-law oh. wanted to. Ho- I think they wanted to host me as as a. It looks like a really sweet act of an act of. Okay, well we'll we'll have the old man over, but I think it was really aimed at avoiding. Her father's Zoom Seder. My daughter-in-law didn't want to be part. And who would want to be part of a Zoom Seder? Zoom is really a tiresome thing right now. And then to sit through the storytelling of the Exodus from Egypt, the evil Pharaoh, the the Jews were told to go free, and they didn't even have time to let the, the bread rise. They took the bread. That's how we have matzah. And that's another bad thing about the Seder. Anyways, they and then Pharaoh descends his men after him, and God parts the Red Sea and then closes it up on the on the Egyptians. And you get And that's like all that. you need you to know. A, this is like a right, little review. It's, it's universal, the Red Sea and, and then and, the Pharaoh, and that's all you need to know. And then Universal Studios makes a ride out of it. And then you, the Moses takes you to the promised land, but he can't quite cross, get you in. Um, it's sort of like Andy Dalton in the playoffs. <laughs> he can't quite get there. And, oh. and so that's what it is. And, and Aaron, his brother, can't go in because while Moses was dragging people around the desert for 40 years, he, had, um, he went up to talk to God, and he got... According to Mel Brooks in the history, <laughs> history of the World Part One, it's I give you this fifteen, and then he drops one of the tablets. Oi, ten. <laughs> ten commandments. I give you these ten commandments. It's really a great bit. So, anyways, they you don't get into the land of milk and honey. They don't get into the promised land. Um, well, I, so I that's think that's what the that... story is. But but stay beware. Uh-huh. Of matzah because it's a central part of matzah. this. I love matzah. Okay, but matzah for someone. It, what is age, is like uh, is matzah a cheese like mozzarella or am I just like oh being God. ignorantly you're more, Protestant you're more Christian right now? Ignorant matzah than is I a am. thin, unleavened. Hey, I was cracker. not only was I raised Protestant, I was raised Presbyterian, which is like. I, I, I use the term lazy because I can't think of another word. It's like the minimalist protestant religion like you don't do a whole lot you do communion like once a month and it's so there's not a whole lot of these traditions like i really don't know what this stuff is i it loosely is know what thin, passover is you know? cracker it's a thin unleavened cracker oh i thought you're talking about matzo mass, soup. box box size squares it represents the bread the jews could not allow did not have time to let leaven and rise Mm-hmm. As they as they cooked on rocks, they were told to get out of Egypt, 
as Moses, as God finally, with the tenth with the tenth plague, visited upon the Pharaoh and his people, which was the um, killing of the firstborn males in Egypt. And we get the term Passover because the Jews were instructed to take the leg of a lamb and a bloody leg of a lamb and put blood on the on the door jam so God would know which houses to pass over and kill the rest. I think that my Seder experience has been better than yours because <laughs> when I go, here's why, because when I go, I'm like a novelty actor. Like, ooh, Mark, you are. the Catholic boy is coming. We better dumb it down. We better warm up some pizza or something. We, we better We better leaven this bread. Because yeah. the Catholic is coming, and it's like they have to change everything. And then when I leave, they do the real stuff. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's again, it's the the Jews. Like if Moses turns left in the desert, we get all the oil. Instead, we get we don't. And if and if the Jews had only been making sourdough bread, we could eat crusty bread while we're sitting there waiting for this story to be told. Anyways, <laughs> it's, it's my I don't eat matzah because it's binding. That's the worst thing about it. Okay. Fresh Panda. What about it's matzo binding. ball soup? At my age, you don't eat matzo. The soup, though? Yes, right? Matzo no ball matzo soup. Balls. That's a... No, I don't oh, want to do that. Oh, you won't even do that. Even it's do that. binding. It's matzo meal. It's okay. made out of matzas. I. No, I don't. Sorry. Fair enough. No, Fair it's enough. binding. You hate the need... Seder. We get it. I don't we get know. it. No, I do. I do like the story. The Chorosit is wonderful. The Chorosit is, is apple, wine, and nuts to represent the mortar with which the Jews were doing the backbreaking work building the pyramids for Pharaoh. So that's good stuff. Sometimes it's wine, sometimes it's honey, whatever. It's it's mm-hmm. all good. You let make it a couple days early and the wine the apples get drunk and it's that's good. Just the idea that I grew up it was only brisket and it was horribly done and it was braised beef and stringy and vomit inducing. So well, That's I it. just got a message from a friend. I, I stirred something up on Facebook. My friend just texted me and said that, that she is hosting it, and she said that I've I've ruined the Passover for some. <laughs> How have you ruined the Passover? <laughs> well, because it's some somebody that didn't get invited, and I brought it up on Facebook, oh. and now the person that didn't get invited, and so she wrote some pretty sweary words about me. Uh, saying that I've ruined Passover, so yeah, yep, yeah, I've ruined. Wow, Pat. this, this person isn't... shouldn't have been. Pa- Passover is is all about Exodus and joining together and being one as a people. Why didn't she invite that other person? Well, I think that that uh, that other person actually, I could just say because he he's he's famous too. He's Dan Levy, not that Dan Levy. Uh, but the Dan Dan Levy, who we all know and love, who sometimes works for Intercom. Uh, yeah, we know that he, one. We kind of probably assumed he was having his own Seder because he's got his own oh. family. But okay. apparently he's not. So I don't know. I stirred something up. I'm in trouble. Again. God. There you go. You gave Eli a, you gave Eli a headache and now you're starting Seder. The Seder Scandal starring Martin Grody on the next E.T. Right. Evil Catholic Grody. Take- we're going to take a break because the the matzo misunderstanding trash panda is telling us we have to take a break. He's bad. This is, this is, this is your Saturday Suckage Seder infomercial, Chicago Sports <laughs> Radio 670 The Score. 
there is right here on Saturday Suckage a score Passover tradition that I did not want to let pass without observing, and here it is. Or I thought that's here it is. By the way, happy Passover to Al, and for all of our Jewish friends, we know this is the start of Passover. Thank you, Ed Farmer, the late Ed Farmer, marking the start of Passover. So there you go. Carry that to your Seder, Mark. And I remember him saying the add-on to that, which we don't have time for all of it, was to be safe. And now, based on your telling me that four glasses of wine are involved, I now understand why he told the Jews to be safe. (laughs) Yes. Yes, indeed. Why is this night different? And so, and one of them is you sit reclining um, because only the only the free people did it back then. And somebody texted in the the Jewish joke. You might want to share this at the Seder, Mark. Uh, Seven seven three did this. I need material. Seven seven three. Why do matzah? What do matzah and the Pharaoh have in common? Neither will let my people go. <laughs> I will use it. Hey, and that thing that you just said, the how is this day anything different? Or when Mitch Rosen told me that's like a real thing. Why is this night different from all other nights? That's a real thing. It is. That's that's the the is part one, and that's what that's what gets answered by the 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 sons ask that. There are four okay. sons. One simple, smart, evil. They, there are four sons, there are four questions. The youngest, this is not you, the youngest at the table asks the four questions and then they're answered in order. So the I fear, should not bring up anything about Jesus being the son of God at this party. <laughs> Go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> you're right. You can, I don't, you can bring it up. I don't, I, you, all I say is read the room, Mark. Okay. <laughs> read, read the room. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> but I like that, you know, they'll all get the what do matzah and the pharaoh have in common. Neither will let my people go. That'll be a good Josh and a and a elbow to the ribs. We want to thank Trash Panda for producing this and for bringing us the late Ed Farmer. And thank Rick Kemp and Josh Nelson. And thank our one caller and all the texters. Thanks for joining us. If nobody important listened to the show, we'll be back next week for Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So... Kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait Wait a minute, minute, Mr. Post. Wait, wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. That's it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.